0: You are my (laughs) Eeyore, and I've got Hundred Acre Wood for you. For his tail. Yeah. (laughs) We'll, We'll contrive a sexual metaphor out of this by hook or by crook.
1: So we can
2: just do it. You have no idea how I've longed to hear you say those words, channel.
1: <laughs> that's not true. You don't want to have sex with me. I not can tell. Really.
2: <laughs> I don't really want to have sex with anyone. That's it's, that's how I am. It's yeah, sticky no. it, and, and time-consuming, and
0: it's a waste of time. It really is. <laughs> to it be is.
2: honest, it's a waste of time. You know, it's it's great though, because you know, now that I'm married, you know, I don't use condoms because you know, they stick to my hand, and I hate that. <laughs> condoms stick to your hand. Sorry. <laughs> <Like Delta>? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, I don't. How did it?
0: There's a that's real- the I've <laughs> never like a lot of men argue against using condoms, and for many selfish reasons, it sticks to my hand, and I don't like it. Is probably the best one I've ever heard. When, how much is, of your
1: hand is involved with where the condom is when you're having you sex? You see, the joke's not it's funny if personal. I have to
2: explain it, Holmes. Is it for
1: masturbating with there condoms? There you go, or, you that see, the that's joke? the point. I oh. now.
2: I'm not having sex with <laughs> anyone anymore because I'm ma- Therefore, yeah. You don't uh, I wear condoms
0: that,
3: anymore.
0: I somehow got that wrong as well. I thought you just didn't like taking it off after... You see, We both... We've both fucked up here. Conrad had a perfectly good, reasonable joke, and we've both conspired, like Guy Fawkes, to ruin it. Are you Guy Fawkes, Jonathan? I've often wondered this.
1: Uh, Is that the the guy from V for Vendetta? Is that right? You seem to know a lot
0: about him. Nah, I can't You seem to know a suspicious amount. Of of Guy Fawkes' history. You can see, of course, he Guy Fawkes famously played Hugo Weaving in the film V for Vendetta.
1: Okay. I thought it was the other... Hugo Weaving's Re- Re- the actor, right? Hugo
0: Weaving? You're not firing on all cylinders this afternoon, are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. You seem a bit... I feel good. You seem a bit spaced, a bit tired. I'm a bit tired myself. It's been late nights this week. Um, Has it? What have you been doing? Uh, Guild Played Wars tonight. hasn't been helping. You're it, reviewing it or just loving it? Just, just I'm loving sure. it. Just. It is really it. good. It's, it's, it's quite fine.
2: Uh, I've, I have like managed to resist investing like my entire life into it yet because I just <laughs> had priority work stuff. That I'm like I can't take time out. But last night it was just sitting there calling to me and I just, I, ooh, I gotta play more.
0: It's funny, I found it very what
2: easy kind of stuff to,
0: to stop playing. I yeah. find it very easy to stop playing. Um, while I play it, I love it, but I've, there's something about it where it's like I can just say, right, I've had enough, off I go. I'm it does there.
2: get a little exhausting after a point, I've found, just, you know, because I'm doing a bunch of crafting stuff and inventory maintenance, and it's not that it's it's tedious or anything, it's just it takes some thinking and time and energy. and I'm... I
0: Yeah, I feel like... I don't know, I feel like every session is ending when I feel I've had my fill, and then I need a little, just a little lax off it, and then I can come back all all eager and happy to do it again. Uh, It's it's very, because normally you get into this point with MMOs where it's either you're just bored, or you're totally addicted, and this seems to be... At least for, for the moment, I'm finding a nice middle ground where it's like I, I'm happy to play it, really excited, actually. You know, it's, it's been a while since I've been excited about building a character in an RPG, and I'm excited to play this. But it gets to a point where I'm happy that that's enough. I'll go off, do something else, and I'll come back later. I find it very easy to just bite into it and, and then leave it. Uh, yeah, f- a fucking good game. It's definitely, I've been complaining a lot about MMOs lately, uh, ever since I saw The Elder Scrolls online and, and saw that it was, they were just feeding us a pack of horseshit about it being just like The Elder Scrolls, but with people online when it was, no, no, it's just like The World of Warcraft, but you say the word Tamriel every now and then. Um, Because people are treating MMOs like they're some sort of genre, rather than a delivery method. Uh, Whereas Mm. Guild Wars, I mean, it's still got some modern MMO traits, a few things holding it back, but it is very much like they said, everyone's doing the same thing with MMOs, or MMORPGs, Uh, let's... Let's do what we can to distance ourselves and be different, and it feels more rewarding. It respects my damn time. You know, everything you do, whether you're making a shirt or climbing up a hill, you're getting experience, you feel like you're progressing, Uh, which is rare, you know, MMOs just seem to go out of their way to waste your time uh, these days. Uh, And the group dynamics are fantastic. So it's not a
1: waste of time if
2: everything does something good? And, And what do you mean by group dynamics? Well the the way the quests like there aren't quests per se. You have like a personal quest line that your character goes on and those are all sort of instance encounters. But all of the other encounter combat things, you know, that relate to setting materials and, you know, like these two villages are at war, all of that stuff is open entry anyone can wander into it and participate and earn credit for doing it and so it, it there's a, a sort of ad hoc sense of partying you don't have to build up a party and balance it out where everyone's got their roles and so forth you just go show up at this thing that's happening and participate in it and i think that's really appealing
0: yeah it's it's it lends mm. a, i i hesitate to use the word casual but i don't mean it in in the the game centric term But there is a casual just sort of Oh hey there's some guys over there Kicking the shit out of a centaur uh, I'll I'll do that I'll go over there and do it And then you're just there Then you're in the game You're in these people's fight And you don't have to be invited You don't have to wait around looking for a group You just roll up there and then you're, you're in it um, It was evidence when I was Over at some undead swamp place uh, In the starting area And then a world event Uh, cropped up, this giant fucking portal-spewing black, smoky skeletal demon thing uh, emerged out of the swamp. There were at least 30 players there, uh, just shelling the shit out of it. And I ran over and and just joined in the scrum, and then there was this massive war. It was vomiting portals and other demons were coming out of it. Uh, So you kept having to stop and fight the little guys while the big guy was up there roaring and doing shit. And it was just amazing, and it was just... I didn't expect it. I was just rolling in the area, and suddenly shit was going down. Um... Eventually, it took a long time, eventually we killed it, and people were reviving each other, um, healing each other, just doing what they can for everyone to, to just keep the assault going on this guy, and then eventually it stopped, and all the players kind of just stood there for a while, um, with speech bubbles from people in the chat room sort of appearing above characters' heads, just, wow, and that was awesome, and, you know, just all celebrating in the victory, and then everyone went their separate ways, and that was that, um, and shit like that's happening everywhere all the time, it's great.
2: Yeah, it's 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 not a game that you can like a lot of MMOs. You can spend a lot of solitary time, and you know just sort of do stuff up to a point. You eventually you're going to have to party up and and accomplish goals. But uh, in this, if you're wandering around, you know, and like the group disappears and you're just on your own, you could be sitting there and six seven enemies will just spawn in and decimate you. And anybody mm. could revive you, but everybody's gone. <laughs> and they'd have to get to you first. So there huh, are a couple of times where the you know gaminess of it, you know, the, the mechanics are very apparent and cause some mm. frustration. But it's not that frustrating because there's very little penalty for death. Um, You just warp back, it costs you a little bit of money, and you have some uh, negative buffs on you for a short period.
0: Yeah, it's annoying, but it's not, you know, I've lost something vital. Um, But, I mean, you can use that tactic as well. Like, I was in an area, it's very easy to just wander into dangerous territory without knowing it, Um, because... It encourages exploration. I wandered into a territory that you know, the guys were like five levels above me, all the enemies, Um, but because of the way the system works, all I had to do was wait for some other guys to roll up, and then I'd play support. Rather than going in and doing all the killing, you know, I'd stay on the sidelines. My characters kind of ranged, so I could just, like, harry them from the sides while guys with swords did all the hard work. And they got their experience and loot for it. I got my experience and loot for it. It's a very um, symbiotic, very, um, you know, it's it's it, you're not exactly leeching off one guy. You're all working together, uh, whether you know it or not. And it's, yeah, it, it works fantastically. Ah, sounds like they trimmed to fat. Pretty much. It's, you know, know, it just, it feels alive. If I'm I'm playing an MMO, like, I want to feel like it's a living world. That's supposed to be the point of it. That's supposed to be why other players are there, surely, is that it feels alive and, like, shit's happening and it's more exciting than your average single-player game. But most of them haven't been that. Um, Star Wars The Old Republic, like, I enjoyed it, but... It was a lonely game. I was playing it. There were people around, but it's almost like you're in a plas- one of those plastic bubbles that they put sick kids in. Um, you can see everyone. You can see the world, but you're not really interacting with anyone. Uh, you're, um. Everyone's playing a single-player game near each other, as evidenced by quest-givers that are just stood there, and there's, like, ten dozen guys stood around it, all watching the same cutscene on their own time. It feels very artificial and fake and mm. runs counter to the point of an MMO because it feels more fake and and, and static than a single-player game, uh, far less atmosphere, whereas this, with everything happening so dynamically and, and just these quests where it's like there's a guy stood by a farm and it's like, come help the guy out of the farm! You can kill worms in the fields, or you can water crops if you want, do it, you idiot! And then you just do it, and there's all a bunch of other guys running around doing it, and then it's like, oh shit, hit the trees with a stick and pick up all the apples and give them to a guy. Get, get apples! <laughs> Sounds good. That's the Sounds message like they, of the uh, day. cut that's, out the boring yeah, parts. Yeah, that's the message yeah, of this podcast we as well. Apples. Cut the oh, apples. It's all apples this episode. <laughs> Jonathan, what's your favourite apple?
1: Uh, green... No, red. <laughs> <laughs> what?
0: Green and red? <laughs> no, not green. I love that. At first? Out of these hmm. options, uh, the way you chose to answer the question, you left yourself two options. You had a 50 50 chance of getting your own opinion right, and you still got it wrong the first yeah, time. Yeah, I, I didn't read.
1: luck out. No. I'm <laughs> <there, this> <laughs> But, uh, second time I got it right. You got it right yeah, the yeah.
0: second time. You you hit it on yeah. the nose the second time. And there's other there's orange too. There's orange. No, they they oranges. Have... Yeah, and, and there's
2: oh. much more specific. You know, like Granny Smith, uh, Macintosh apple.
0: That's uh, what I was. Just... Yeah, I was talking about the species of apple. I thought that was just slang. No, because you can have That's... Granny Smith. You can have. Um, those rose ones uh cooking apples um cook cooking apples english apples i'll cook it um uh-huh. that, uh, uh, pretty... yeah uh, it buffalo stance apples that's like <laughs> you can have soft so different... apples Milded i can't, not not I... flat apples i'm just doing a stance and saying the word apples after them <laughs>
1: Why not? Makes as much sense as Granny Smith. What
0: does
2: that, that mean? Was, Forget that was,
0: it. it. It was discovered by, by Granny Smith.
2: <laughs> Cox's orange <laughs> pippin. We've got the uh Calville Blanc de Vert, uh Golden Delicious, that's a great apple. Golden uh, one. Suntan Court Pendugri. Um mm. you know, the Gravenstein apple. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: A round of applause Isn't for, I really for love. the apples of the world. <laughs> <laughs> that's some great apple. It's a tribute to the apples, please. After- uh, Granny Smith, that's really a baking like- apple.
2: That's, that's something you make a good pie out of. No, no, yeah. no, there
0: are actual... Cheese, Granny cheese, Smith guys. is a good eating apple. apple.
2: Oh, I find them a little oh, yeah. too a little too tart for just straight-up eating.
0: They're tart, but there are actual apples... There are, there are apples oh. tarter than the Granny Smith. And then, at least in England, they, they're literally called cooking apples. It's what we call them. They're bigger and they're they're tartar than the Granny Smith, and you put them in your pies and your crumbles. No more talk about apples. Why are you trying
2: to stop? Okay, hey wait a minute. How is this worse than all the conversations we have about putting things in your ass?
0: Yeah, we haven't even got to because... when we talk about putting an apple in your ass. That's coming later.
1: <laughs> it's just green and red, guys. All this uh you know, just sounds a little pretentious. <laughs> this, like, talk... Kind of apples, like,
2: no, hipster. That's like, oh, are you, Tell that to the people come who on. are currently working on hybridizing new strains of apples to enter into the marketplace. This is huge business, man, and I think that
0: you're just uh,
2: downplaying it.
0: My, my mouth is literally I, open at you calling different the naming of, of literally different genus of plant life. Semantics, you know. Semantics and no, yeah, that's that's what you that's said. Very pretentious. Yeah, what you just said was. In red, that's all you didn't know. What you just said is basically there's two types of animals, cats and dogs. One could say that. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. They could, but they'd be like a maniac. they are different. No, not a maniac. <laughs> they're keeping it real. I mean, do you they're just keeping the it real? Do you see the differences in dogs, or are they all just dog to you? I don't eat dogs. Yeah, I'm not talking about eating.
1: If I did, I'd probably think they're all just dog meat. Hey, John- I'd be like, give me that dog meat, girl.
0: Would you eat a dog? I wouldn't care about. What- Would you eat a dog? Uh, no, not, not what- on purpose. What if it was full of um, Cox's pippin' apples? No, you see, this is, it's just, it's, it's racist. <laughs> it's just racist. There are
2: 7,500 different cultivars of apple according to Wikipedia. You're kidding. No.
1: That's so many different kinds. Uh,
0: green yeah. and red. Uh, oh, you know about grapples? Just skate over the just skate over the facts. Like, they're all art games. Yeah, they're all art games to him. <laughs> with his yeah, apple yeah, it's, it's... racism. You're an apple racist. What's it like being an apple racist telling telling the golden deliciouses to go back to golden delicious land where they came from? <laughs> Coming into this country, I... mating with our grapes. That's what grapples are. They have apples
1: that taste like grapes. They're called grapples. Those are good. They're red, too. That's how you know they're good. Um, good apple, man. Um, eat it. Eat it off the internet. Order it. Order a dozen.
0: You don't even get blue bananas.
1: Whoa. Seriously? mm and You know about toygers? They're making new cats that are little tigers called toygers They're making them in the lab. They look great. I'll have check to check it out so. science see people think that steroids are bad did you know that people are talking to me about the this on the internet a lot actually uh, I said a few offhand comments thinking no one's gonna care On Steroid Twitter, or common. Got, you know yeah they're fine you know they're just like doing push-ups in a can people don't say don't do push-ups <laughs> but they say don't do steroids it's like come on same difference we'll you can the grow p- a chicken. They-
0: what about the bit where they make your your little willy, willy-poo fall off and then you've got a well, in it. You know, I thought you were a decent
2: human being, Holmes, and we're saying that not all steroids are bad and, you know, they're used for all sorts of purposes, like, you know, allergy mm. medication and so forth. No, you are actively encouraging people to use steroids to build muscle
0: growth. The, actual, the anabolic thyroid. fortitude.
2: That's their
1: call, man. If you want to do that, you do it.
0: Yeah, but you're I'm saying, saying it's not bad. bad. Eh. I mean, it's... I, yeah, I, no, you're saying it's not bad. That's yeah. I didn't say it, it
1: did not. I never said that. I'm I am it's against like doing too many yeah, push-ups.
0: I'm all for people putting whatever they want in their mouths and up their bums, um, as you will find mm. out, Jonathan Holmes, soon enough. <laughs> uh, but I wouldn't tell yeah, someone, ah, anabolic steroids, it's just push-ups in a can. Well, yeah, I mean... It is. That, Doing push ups <laughs> will not make your testicles shrink.
2: It might. Depends on what you do. I'm pretty sure we've determined that this will not happen. Science has hey, figured out the sir. issue by now. Steroids I... will make your balls shrink, <laughs> push ups will just make your pecs grow. Jonathan, oh, and the, it's the, you amazing. pull a
1: shoulder muscle too. You might just pull muscle doing. Uh, <laughs> you won't pull any muscles doing steroids.
0: No, you won't. You won't pull your penis either because you won't have one. Hey, that's your move. That's the move you want to take. You know,
2: (laughs) read the warning label. You can
1: go out and buy your brewskis. You can buy a pack of smoke. Hey, do do
2: the steroids. The the anabolic steroids that you pick up from the sleazy guy in the gym locker room with its label written on the side. He's got. He wrote a little label. I would love
0: that. I, I think Jerry. That would be my thing as a coke dealer. I'd, I'd have you know, safety warning labels <laughs> You gotta follow the directions for use, mate. If you don't follow the directions, I can't help you. Push ups in it. Can.
1: That's what they should call them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah. You they, guys know I'm joking, right? I know steroids. Throw in fun juice as well. Yeah, they would uh
2: I do think
3: it's well, a little how, weird
2: how we That's how you he, market it to kids, the fun
1: juice. Yeah. Yeah, that would work. I do think it's weird though that we say some drugs are okay and other ones are not and how we we judge athletes who like, you know, divorce their wives and maybe uh even rape people, not so harshly, but oh my god, he he did the juice, he cheated. Uh he sucks now. It's like ugh, steroids not great. Sure. But uh, the the hatred for people who do steroids is really well it all comes from this idea sports people have that you're actually important if you're
2: good at a sport which you're not. Well, but doesn't you, matter. You, to the people who watch sports and there are many, I don't know mm. that anyone here in this conversation or even listening are those people, but for those people, the people who perform well at that are important. It's important to them, sure. and they comprise a very large audience. And so by virtue of democracy, they are important in our culture. Sad and unfortunate as it may be that you know, people are lauded for being very, very good at a very specific type of activity. But you know we get all excited about Gabe Newell being really, really good at running Valve. And he's a celebrity. Mm, but all yeah. he's all he's doing is running his company. So let's not, you know, get oh God, and sports people aren't important. Sports people are just as important as everyone else. Now the the steroids thing mean, and, no one's actually important. No, nobody's important. Kind of. the, the the dosing right. thing and all of that, now they're acting in violation of the sport. There are certain rules. Laws are a a basis for trust in society. And when someone breaks mm. that trust, it's understandable, especially when it's something that you feel like everybody's in agreement that we're all going to play by the same rules. Someone plays outside of those rules. Yeah, that's – I mean that, that's you job. So, I mean I, I, I get the justification. Yeah, I, I Unless- it. So is that its rule –
0: as Unless the they're, prices, they're raping saying. women or making dogs fight each other. They're, those rules are fine, because that's not football. <laughs> right. Um, but <laughs> don't fuck with the football rules. They're better than real rules. <laughs> um, no, I, <laughs> that's I get what I'm saying. I mean, it's, it's, it's all arbitrary and, and, and ridiculous. Uh, especially with football, i found in whether we're talking about soccer in Britain or, or football in America, the, the the allowance that people are given... Um, in, with, when it comes to certain terrible activities is, is amazing. Uh, you know, this is not new information. I think we, most people would agree that it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, and especially when they do then get very harshly criticized for something that is nowhere near as bad. Uh, but there you go, Jonathan. Well,
2: we in society make it's exceptions kind of. for those we deem exceptional.
1: What a wow! Did you just make that up? Yes. That should be on a t-shirt. I love what you said. That was great. It rhymed a little, kind of, or alliteration or something, and it was totally true. I would also we make like exceptions
0: add, for Paris Hilton. And, uh, what's I, that? I, I would like also like to add a philosophical statement. Uh, oh God! Yes, do. We make erections for people who are Jonathan Holmes.
2: <laughs> it's so
1: true. <laughs> That's just universal. I am not exceptional or erection uh,
0: inspiring. You, you get the people rock hard, Jonathan. I don't think you so, man. You get them man. solid as a I fucking really rock. <laughs> I don't
1: think it's true. There's one Australian guy who did want to have sex with me back before it was a cool thing to say on the internet. Not that it's that cool, but you know, well, we I, did do it. I sorry, felt so bad for rude. the sound shapes guys. We did a, a, a video with the uh, developers of Sound Shapes, and there were just YouTube comments about Kamehameha waves and vomit and erections <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, it spreads in <laughs> everything that happens. <laughs> I wonder what uh, Jonathan Mack and Sony... I'll tell, you what, I'll tell,
0: like tell you what yeah. I like about it, Jonathan, is I don't, want, yes. I don't want you to be unsuccessful, right? I love that you're successful. Oh, cool. And I like to think oh, that in that's... some small way, you know, I've helped you advance a bit. And I'm not saying that as an ego Absolutely. thing. It's like I, I like to help out my friends where I can. And I like to think, you know, I I've helped have. a bit. Um, but the thing is, is I like the fact that your career is advancing, but in such a way as you still remain in the same place. i.e. mine. I enjoy that. I enjoy seeing you flourish, but in such a way that you're also kind of atrophying at the same time uh, (laughs) and and kind of experiencing an undying death uh, where Mm. you're withering and disappearing in a way that ensures you live forever. I think that's So I'm getting bigger the, and stronger and rotting out from the inside. Kind yeah, of? yeah, I think that's yeah. that's kind of my dream for you Jonathan. <laughs> is I want to see you like grow as a person and, and 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 expand and 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 gain new experiences and and just have an amazing life. But I kind of want you to do it as a disintegrated desiccated husk. <laughs> and not because I don't like you. Um uh, Oh it, no, I it's not that you want me to feel bad. Yeah, it's specifically because I do love you, um, and I'm in love with you, uh, that I want you to feel this way. Kind of like how Joseph Fritzl kept his daughter in a cellar. Um, I oh. I'd like to keep you in a, like a metaphysical basement, uh, mm. uh, it, it mostly built like the walls are built of YouTube comments. Um, yeah, it's, well, it's happening. Yeah. You're you're getting your wish.
1: It's uh. It's a thing in my life and it's, uh, it's it's got a poetry to it. It's a um, poetic misery. I am not a not a stranger to the fact that it's special.
0: I want life. you to I want you to evolve and progress and change as a person but according to my designs. Oh. There's a pokemon that does that. Uh, Ninjask.
1: No, the pre-evolution of Ninkeda can evolve either into Ninjask, a cool ninja Pokemon, or um, this other one I'm blanking the name on that's just an empty shell with a little halo above its head. That one. That's yeah. the one I want
0: for you. Um, <laughs> Conrad can be the ninja, whatever. Uh, you are the empty shell uh, that I fill with whatever <laughs> I want. I like that. I like that. I like I like to think of you as a universe in which I am God. <laughs>
3: Well,
1: so far, so good. And not for any
0: selfish reason. I don't enjoy being some sort of capricious deity, Jonathan. Really? I don't. I don't get off on that much. Really? Not much. Just a a bit. It's you that I do this for, because I feel it's something you need.
1: Well, it is advancing my career. It is into just being thought of as an anus
0: <laughs> that's that's what I want for you,
2: so far, so good
0: I mean that's we want get, it to just be an anus, yeah, we're getting what what I want, which I think is important that's what no, that's what's really important, isn't it, Jim? <laughs> yeah um, but we we're also it's not just about me getting stuff, yeah, gentlemen, mm hmm we're giving something back. To who? Well, this is what we've been talking about the past few weeks. This is... Um, it's kind of a running theme for me. I'm very civic-minded. I like to think about society. And we've been talking about giving stuff back to the community. You know? We we, we yeah. talked about uh, about running a, a live tour for children. The the Dragon Ball Z out of their shell tour. Uh, we... What else did we do? We did John com.
1: Oh yep, yeah. we did the zoo. We did zoo. Uh, me selling cigarettes to children.
0: That was selfish. That was that was monetizing. Oh, that's
1: right. Hear. That was monetizing. And I feel
0: bad for that because we became corporate America. We became the Republican platform.
1: Right now, we're we were 1%. we were the one
0: percent. We were the one percent, and and but now we are the ninety nine percent, Jonathan.
1: <laughs> Which is doing what? Yes. What are we doing
0: now? Um. Right. Bear with me. Sure. Jonathan, like all people, you're a law-abiding man. Yeah, I haven't done any crimes. You're a you're a you're a, a law-respecting man. Yeah. Yeah. Some would say you're a man of the law.
1: Wow. Oh, I okay. <laughs> I wouldn't, but uh, you could.
0: Baby police. This is the vision I had uh, the other day. Uniformed children under the age of three policing the streets of Boston. Jonathan yeah, so, Holmes's baby police. So we're not policing babies. We have a
1: police force that is employed. Employing consists babies.
0: primarily of babies. Uh, but you and I get to be co-lieutenant. We're not babies. Yeah, but we are the code lieutenants of Baby Police. <laughs> Conrad Zimmerman is Baby Police Chief. Chief O'Hara Conrad Zimmerman.
1: I could see that. Because he looks do like a
0: police that? chief.
1: He does. Yeah, He's I got a do cool that. facial yeah. hair. He's I, got cool hair. Pointy
2: hat. Yeah. yeah. Actually the mustache was inspired by a police drama on television. So there you go. Oh, I'm set. There you Batman. go. It wasn't Batman, was it? Was it No oh, no it was it was the good guys. It, it was uh to- Colin Hanks and um uh, the dude from The West Wing, uh, oh, yeah. Bradley Whitford. Oh, it was great. It was really funny and totally doomed do. to fail.
1: Yeah, cancelled already, right?
2: Oh, one like one season. Yeah. Oh, that's
0: too bad. oh interesting. That's but, a fun fact. Oh, so man. this is. The, I mean, we got to work on the important things first when you set up a police force, and the important thing is getting Conrad behind a desk with a. White shirt with sleeves rolled up, a tie, a badge, a cup of coffee, and he just spends the whole time saying, "Get the criminals."
1: <laughs> to baby I don't have your badge. <laughs> to a baby. Charlie, <laughs> Canon Holmes. <laughs> to me, fine, but if you're if you're talking to a, a toddler, get that
0: baby in here. <laughs> yeah, um, about once, twice a morning. Uh, Conrad will berate each baby, um, because that's just how the police force operates. Uh, we'll bring the babies in. Uh, for about 20 minutes per child, Conrad will uh, berate, criticize, and humiliate the children, um, criticizing anything from their dress to their performance to their faces and family. <laughs> the thing about it is...
1: Uh... The babies might be able to take that pretty well.
0: Well, most of these babies are going to be too young to understand right. English. Um, or, or To be honest, the basic tenets of, of American law. Uh, but that's not a problem. Because you and I as co-lieutenants will be handling these babies. We're going to be looking after these babies. Uh, what we will do is mm. we will design our own baby carriage, a pram, if you will. Um, paint it white and blue. Like the police, and we will write BCPD, Baby City Police Department, on the side.
1: Are we in a baby? S- We're just in Boston, though. <laughs> you said.
0: Yeah, you and I will be wearing diapers. By the way. Okay. That's the uniform. We'll be wearing a policeman's shirt, uh, which, to be honest, will probably just be a, a t-shirt with policeman written on it, <laughs> and adult diapers, and, and hats. It, what do the babies wear? Uh, the same thing. They'll be wearing a police, police shirt top uh, with diapers and hats. Where are we going to get the babies? Uh, I'll talk about that in a second. Uh, first of all, we need to talk about the method of crime fighting.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, we will be going to the roughest areas of Boston. We'll be going under dirty bridges, uh, dank alleyways, places with a lot of gang criminal activity. Uh, we will find people who look criminal, People who look urban, uh, dare I say. Um, I, I don't want to talk about what the criteria is for identifying criminals because out of context it will sound incredibly racist. Talk to me after the show and I will show you drawings I have done. We will find people who look incredibly dangerous, possibly armed. If they're holding knives, the better. We will shout... Stop, baby police. Stop what you're doing, we know what you've done. Grab a baby, throw it at them, and then fucking run as fast as you can, because to be honest, it's gonna be very dangerous and you and I aren't seasoned cops. We gotta let... away from the criminal? Yeah. We gotta let the we gotta let the seasoned baby police handle this, because you and I are incapable of fighting crime. We're very weak men, we're old you and fat. Destiny I'm not that. jockeys old. Well, more I than haven't. anything. We're des- yeah, we're, we're the handlers, we're the trainers. We trained these guys up to be severe fighting criminal tackling machines. Which is why we will toss a baby at the gang, run as fast as we can round the nearest corner, and then poke our heads round and watch. <laughs> and then we'll see the, the master in action. We'll see a baby wrangle these these criminals. Because of our hardcore training methods, Jonathan. We're baby, be-
1: baby ba- well baby got mushed already so cuz you threw one because we trained them unless the guy the criminal caught no, 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 the baby no, no, don't we trained the babies, Jonathan to land we we've, we've been training them to be able to yeah. not get crushed after being flung through the air by drone
0: baby police academy has got a sterling i use my own name a sterling <laughs> record for making babies good at fighting gang members. Using a unique blend of intense criticism from Conrad and throwing babies at as many criminals as possible. You're trading,
2: absolutely spotless. Spotless. I uh, it's hard to
1: It hasn't
0: failed yet. Yeah, absolutely one hundred percent success ratio for baby police uh- so
1: we're just gonna kill babies uh, I guess
0: no we're gonna kill crime
1: <laughs> it might work in that if the criminal catches the baby and looks at the baby he or she may feel some remorse and their humanity may come back to them and be like i yeah. am such a jerk that they threw a baby at me in well, order to of try these- to get me that's reform. when the baby
2: flips around its back, it snaps its
0: neck real quick. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm assuming really will happen. Gotta have these babies in shape. Yeah. I mean, if they look into the baby's eyes, they're going to see the cold, dead eyes of a killer. And then that might scare them straight there and then. Uh, but these babies, they're, they're trained. They're, they are technicians of violence, Jonathan. Wow. These are what I'm assuming uh, the babies will become by the time you and I are done with them. After Conrad has, has psychologically broken the baby down to a shadow of its former one-year-old self, you and I will build it back up as our hardened dispenser of justice. I'm thinking these babies are going to be like Judge Dredd, basically. <laughs> I'm seeing babies as tough and as steely in resolve as Judge Dredd. I, I am the, uh... the baby law.
1: I keep picturing you playing Colonel Troutman from First Blood, which has now been renamed, I think, Rambo First Blood. You'd be like, you're a killer! You're a trained killer! And then just cutting to a little baby. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: I I would like you to say that to the babies, actually. I would like you to to, just start now. Any baby you see on the street, uh, keep keep an eye out for recruits, and just walk up to a baby, push the mother out of the way, and just go up to the baby and say, you're a killer! (laughs) You're a murderer of ki- killed people. You are. You have killed them all, you prick.
1: I don't want to do that. I don't even like killing. I, I like,
0: uh, you know, just sitting around, Look, having a relaxing time. That's a problem for me. Because mm. I really need you on board for this one. I mean, normally... <laughs> I really do. Like, a lot of times it's like, I, I wrote you in because I like you and you are my friend. And I want to do stuff with you. You know, I do stuff with you because I want to. Uh, this time I really need you. Uh, mm. Because, again, I mean, a lot of this is conjecture, but I am assuming a lot of the um, uh, wastrel, addled drug addicts that wander staggering, drunk and hopeless into your clinic uh, have children. Whoa. And that's where I need them from. Do you want the children of drug addicts
1: to be the baby police?
0: Who better to fight crime than those with um, a criminal history and a grudge against the streets? The babies have a criminal? <laughs> they come oh. from a hard-knock life for us. It's a hard-knock life for us. <sighs> That's where they come from. And, and, and I am... A, again, you know, I, I get a lot of... It, information from popular culture there's a lot of truth in it and in my understanding good babies brought up on the mean streets become mean babies dishing out hard justice Uh, if you
1: have a bad life you might be bad at life later sometimes that happens
0: that's why we get them before their lives properly started so they've had a bad start, so they're rough and they take no shit. But then conrad they're only one them.
1: years old. They
0: <laughs> conrad smashes them apart psychologically. You call that a scalp? I've seen more hair in the chemo ward. <laughs> Just wow! Like that. Wow! I mean, you and I, um, physically, um, I, after he uh, psychologically beats them, you and I physically beat the babies until they are tough. Uh, we can. Uh... Huh. we drop we, them. we drop them in, in boxes with hungry dogs. We roll them down hills in tyres. We we Oh at one point we can get like a moped. I'll be in a passenger like sidecar and you can ride it. We'll look hilarious, we'll look darlingly adorable in a little moped together. Um dragging a baby behind us on a length of rope.
3: I wonder
1: how many years they might just put us to death. <laughs> Even in like Massachusetts or Norway or something. In Norway they gave the uh that gentleman who killed all those people, they gave him twenty one years in jail. Us they would just immediately give the chair. Like, you're saying
0: sorry, you're saying that we won't get a hero's welcome.
1: I'm saying that if you take some babies and Borrow some them,
0: babies. <laughs> borrow <laughs> some babies and train them.
1: If you if you take babies from drug addicts and kill them and then maybe one will survive or two will survive then you throw it at more criminals <laughs> in the street like the the ones that didn't die end up just being thrown at, at people who are going to kill people yeah Yo, I
3: think,
2: just, I think Holmes like I think Holmes is soft on crime <laughs> I mean he <laughs> turned <laughs> down baby police he wouldn't become the amazing Spider man yeah, nah. well, there was another one too. Oh, yeah, he wouldn't—he wouldn't, he, he wouldn't uh, come in and uh be the Joker either. So I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the Joker again?
1: Ugh <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
0: uh,
1: no. Jonathan, I'm, no, I'm he's I, supposed to be Bane yeah.
0: oh. I'm detecting. Um, uh, I don't know. I d- I don't want to say um, cowardly, spineless, pinko, commie, liberal streak. In you, I'm getting that vibe. Uh, I've come up with a way that will definitively, effectively end crime in Boston. There's no way it won't. If you have a highly trained force of killer children on the streets, some might call it a child army. <laughs> that's <I've>... not good. <laughs> you Tony <don't... laughs> that, a... 2012, everyone.
2: Let's get that guy in office.
0: That's a point. Um, I know that you're... You might have a point. The liberal
1: child armies are a bad thing.
0: The liberal agenda in America says child armies are a bad thing. I get what you mean. You're saying don't go to America, don't do this in Norway. Let's go to Africa and start a child army there, like in Uganda or somewhere, somewhere where it's okay, where it's considered fashionable. Yeah.
1: I didn't say that. No, there's a lot of things I haven't said. That's one of them.
0: Wow. Okay, well where 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 do you think we should start our child army? I think we should <sighs> I... First question, first question. Mm. Where are we getting the Kalashnikovs from? What's a Kalashnikov?
1: Is that like a the Russian cookie?
0: It's a type of gun. It oh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Children will have a hard time operating it, but we can probably get them cheap.
1: Oh wow. Just picturing you doing the propaganda for this, or I should say, the um, the promotional ad campaign, taking pictures of babies with guns, saying "tough on crime," and <laughs> you know, uh, doing a a uh, Ghostbusters style. You remember the commercial that the Ghostbusters did, where yeah. they did a mock-up where. Um, there are secretaries like, our oh, a ghost! Call the ghost bastards! You would do
0: something with uh, that. It would be basically say. that. It would be you, Jonathan, in a dress with mm-hmm. a red wig going, oh, a crime! <laughs> All the baby the police. Call the police! And then me and Conrad will come on and we'll just throw babies, like, armfuls of babies at you, Jonathan. <laughs> we'll just toss them at you, shouting, you baby cunt! <laughs> Fucking baby cunt! And we'll just throw them at you uh, while you're all just going, ow! Ow! And you
1: realize the babies would be screaming and bleeding, and there'd be baby teeth flying everywhere, maybe even, like, baby eyeballs, and <laughs> You know, just a, so the baby, a horrendous din of baby pain.
0: You think that the babies will be screaming a
1: lot? Yep. So yeah, you, they, they'll scream if you... Yeah, you so you
0: admit you admit they won't be dead. Not at first. Not at
1: first. Not That's... mid-air. Not, not upon landing. Immediately. It's not instant death, no. I'll give you that. We won't instantly kill babies.
0: That sounds like, like good time.
1: Yeah. Ugh.
0: That sounds like a case. <laughs> and Jonathan, you've sold me on this idea <laughs> Jonathan Holmes' is Baby Police Yep, we'll roll I, that out by the police end now? Uh. We, will, we will deploy by 2013 Thank you for that idea Thank you for bringing that to our attention That's just one of the many ways Pottoid is uh, giving back to the community if you, did, if
1: you did, just cute posters Saying, don't do crime, baby gone cry or, you know, oh, baby don't like drugs or something, then maybe some people would do less crime because they'd be guilted by the baby, but...
0: I like that idea. I would like to make an alteration. Yeah? Uh, instead of a real baby, it's you uh, with a pacifier in your mouth and a, 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 a crutchless diaper with your flaccid penis hanging out with don't-do-crime, baby peenie gone soft. <laughs>
2: Oh, and then at the bottom, <laughs> we'll we'll print your phone number on those little like tab things and cut it so that people can yeah <laughs>
0: call me personally. After that, yeah. Uh, would you like to be our baby whore or not? <laughs> what the baby? <laughs> well, crotchless oh, uh, was- diapers, baby whore. <laughs> if, oh, wow. if, if there's stop fiddling with your microphone. Oh, it's my dog. It's attacking me.
1: Crotchless diapers. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah,
0: it, if it's... the um, <laughs> if the baby police thing doesn't like come off, um, my other alternative to give back to the community was to offer your services as an adult. But as you said, a crotchless diaper baby whore. Baby I'm... prostitution. Uh, but don't worry, it's not illegal baby prostitution. It's perfectly above board. Family friendly baby prostitution because it's you. You're bald like a baby. You could suck on a pacifier and all you've got to do is bend over and go wah, 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 while a man in a business suit cornholes dad ass.
1: That poop. Is it a assless oh, diaper too? Assless and crotchless?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean to be honest, you it'll just be a shredded waistband. <laughs> really. Yeah, it it, bad it bad. would have to be because the guy's gonna need full access to your entire uh, downstairs kitchen. <sighs> oh, God, I'm in trouble in life. Uh. It's tough, <laughs> you
3: know.
1: Like I'd spend all day. Today's been tough at the day job. I've got some people, really hard to explain things to them. Got to got to tell them a lot of tough news, you know. So I spend all my day God, using my creative energy trying to, to word things to people that sometimes have a hard time getting things and just giving a lot of bad news and trying to be sensitive and supportive in a genuine way. And then I have to think of stuff to say back to this. <laughs> Like, how do I respond to...
0: You could like, you could start by saying, that sounds like a great idea, Jim. When do we start? That would make me happy.
1: Because I, I am... I hope it comes across that I am amazed that you can just easily say the words crotchless diaper, <laughs> words that have never been said before by any person on the planet. It's oh, like, oh yeah, said. new idea. Oh, I guess so, I don't know. I've never heard them before. I wouldn't imagine... Because it completely defeats the point. The only reason you right. wear a diaper is so the crotch doesn't get. Right. Uh,
2: it was amazing. Yeah. Well, but I'm sure it exists. I mean, there's a Rule Thirty Four thing at play here. I'm sure. I'm sure there is someone who just you know has a sexual fetish where they are dressed as a baby and gets cornholed and has a pair of special, you know, has a, a special diaper thing designed can you get for this turned purpose turned
1: on by a diaper i mean if you're turned on like oh baby need diaper that's hot i want to do it do that <laughs> do that I, the way hot. i see it and how could you be turned on if it's crotchless too the way that's, i uh, see it there are people out
2: there who have been turned on by me and if there are people out there who be turned on by me they can mm-hmm. be turned on by anything right so everything's logic fair,
1: be game. damned be, diaper logic be damned they're horny about crotchless diaper right all right makes sense Man, it's weird. I woke up this morning full of energy, I had all these ideas. For Some reason I was thinking really hard about... I wanted to give Jim an idea for a change, but now I just don't even want to talk. I've just been defeated.
0: Don't say that! that. This, is, this is why people complain. They think I bully you.
1: Oh yeah, no, I don't feel bullied. I they just think feel- I'm
0: mean to you.
1: Oh, it's not mean at all. My feelings aren't hurt. I'm just pooped. Pooped out. And
0: I'll tell you what, it's pathological for me. It makes me feel like I'm perverse, especially because every week now I've been saying, you know what, I'll try and go back to the basics. I'll I'll think of something more cute and endearing than than outright horrific. You know, like when we talked about going to the moon or being grave robbers, you know, that kind of thing. And then I had a fun idea for baby police, and then it turned (laughs) into you being bent over, being fucked up your crotchless diaper ass by a businessman hope you look like Limburger from Biker Mice from Mars, probably.
1: Oh, he's terrifying.
0: And now I feel bad, because I have done wrong on you.
1: No, I'm okay. I'm just tired. I feel good. You know I was tired from the get-go. I'm just a little spacey today. It's a
2: little shocking how it always seems to veer off to that direction somehow.
1: Well, I think that, that let's face it, Jim enjoys saying those words (laughs) about my butt. You just enjoy saying them.
0: It's not how I start. I I will say that the road to Holmes's ass is paved with good intentions.
1: <laughs> but you can't help but keep getting there. I mean, you, people do what they like. By uh, there's some law of physics about it, isn't there? It's like people do what they like. Is that physics? It's like emotional physics. Anyway, like an my idea was yeah, exactly. It's like that. Like uh, you know, uh, motion. Uh, object in motion tends to stay in motion. Jim object of objectifying my ass tends to stay in motion. Uh, Have you guys seen Teen Steam?
0: Uh, No.
1: It's a VHS tape I used to watch. Ah. A lot. It's Alyssa Milano uh, singing and doing um, aerobics. (laughs) Though I actually forgot all about the aerobics part because I only watched the singing part. Um, the aerobics I didn't have any interest in But it's like a music video And um, she was a big star at the time it was Who's the Boss And I keep thinking about Jim doing it Jim doing a cover of it That was my big idea for today So please, you guys watch Team Steam And tell me if you think it would be fun To watch Jim Sterling reenact it Like scene for scene Like how uh, Gus Van Zandt did with Psycho
0: You've got a thing about having me reenact Music videos and yeah, I think Obscure it would be wonder- songs
1: I don't know why, it, it comes to mind, I'm, I'm, I'm half awake, I'm feeling terrible, nauseated, and sick, and daunted by my big challenging day at the psychiatric hospital, and then I'll just think, teen, teen stay. gotta let it out, picturing Jim singing that, like holding his yeah, hand up to the headphones to make sure he gets good sound while he's singing into his microphone, it's adorable, I really want you to do it.
0: Aww. Maybe yeah. we will. I need to come up with a nice treat for you. Really? I yeah, because you are a stressed man. I am. We're As all stressed. We're all stressed out, but it's particularly bad when it is you, because Aww. you are a lovely boy.
1: Oh, thanks, Jim. The 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 same is true. I've got a different kind of stress. I've got a, you know, psychiatric hospital stress, yeah. which I think is a little different than.
0: I imagine it's it's yeah it's it's stress. several shades worse.
1: Well, it's, a, it's a different kind. Um, you know what you could do for me, and this is no pressure, and I only want you to do it if you professionally think it's the right choice. But if I can get. An I'm sorting.
0: Copy. I already know what you're going to ask. Yeah? Yeah. I'll, sorting it out? I'll sort it out. That would be fun for me. Not even. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how many of the Bad Dragon dildos did you want?
1: That's not what I'm talking
0: about. I'm excited no. about the Adventure Time game. That is not- true, you are. Not okay. Bad Dragon. No, I'm uh, not that yeah. excited about I just, before we talk about that, I did just mm-hmm. want to say, we've talked about Bad Dragon before, it was pointed out by a listener. There is oh, an yeah. episode of Podside, uh, the title is Twilight Dragon Pussy. It was back when Skyrim came out, and on the bad... Oh, yeah. yeah. we we talked about it. I forgot, but yeah, they someone was celebrating the Skyrim launch with that, like, 12-pack of Coke. Um, the, the chips, I think, Skyrim, and the the big dragon fleshlight thing. Uh, must have been a I great thought, evening.
1: But did we call them... Did we use Bad Dragon by name
0: back then? I don't think we did. I, I wasn't aware of them. Uh, but I have since, obviously... After last week, we talked about them quite a lot. Um, and a lot of furries have started following me on Twitter. <laughs> Since then And I also gave Bad Dragon a mention On a Jimquisition episode afterwards um, So yeah Bad Dragon itself hasn't talked Because I've been trying to get some review copies Of their dildos for myself and you Jonathan but What? I, I want I want you and I to review um, Dildos From Bra- uh, Bad Dragon on the, on the podcast I think it's something our listeners Want and need to know um, Hoping to negotiate with them But so far they haven't Responded to any of it, so I'll keep trying because I know, as a professional, Jonathan, you want to be all about this. There's a—it's
1: funny you would mention that. I I gained a follower too, a guy who Conrad actually interacted with a little bit, um, on the recent Subholms with Ananthropy and her girlfriend Daphne. A guy watched it. Oh, I can't remember his Twitter name off the top of my head, and he was saying on Twitter. It was great to see Anna on the show, but the Detoid guy, I think he was just in it for the money getting her on the show. Do you remember that, Conrad? Did you read that stuff?
2: Yeah, I did. I did. It's I was
1: actually- really interesting that he thought, i and I thought maybe he was joking, because no offense to Anna, but she's not like a uh, superstar or anything. She's well known in a very small demographic, yeah. but uh, the, it's not like we we're cashing in off her fame or something. And he said, you can tell by my evil eyes that I was having, you know, selfish, demeaning thoughts the whole time and I had a bad aura. And
2: yeah, actually, you were really just doing this because it benefited you career-wise and
1: yeah, it was just kind of it was just kind of weird. And yeah. yeah, it was and I confronted him on Twitter and said, "No, actually, uh I didn't do it for any of those reasons. It's not going to make me a lot of money or any money necessarily." And he really backed off and and was um pretty strange about it, but then I'm like, let's just be friends. So we're following each other on Twitter, and it's the best decision I've ever made. Because now that I'm following him on Twitter, he just tweets stuff like frog gun hop in bed, Moses talk about it. I'm like, what? And then Yeah, yeah, he's tweeting more like constant. Like the guy
2: has something like eleven thousand tweets. Yes. And and like they're all about
1: frogs hopping and like I think
2: I know, I think he wants to
1: have sex with the frogs, or, or he thinks, like, the religion is involved somehow, like, destroying Moses. It's a
0: Moses. philosophical sort of feed. It's uh, really
2: interesting,
1: what's it, yeah.
0: What's, you're going to have to give know. us the handle, I want to follow this frogman as well. I get the
2: sense <laughs> that English may not be their first language. That could be, or he could just, I mean, Twitter, uh, I
1: don't think making fun of people's grammar on Twitter... Makes sense because it's a different standard. It's no,
2: and, that, and, and well, you know, and I'm not making fun of the guy's grammar or anything either. You're yeah. not. It, it sounded like I was. I think when oh I said, yeah, oh, no, don't I did.
1: Hop on bed, frog. Do it like what? No. Uh, but it's just incomprehensible a lot of the time. Right. And horny yeah. and about religion too. Wow. Nothing else quite like it. I'll uh, I'll try to find his name by the end of the show.
0: I'm a bit I'm insulted also- that he thinks you're trying to advance your career though, when everyone knows I've got that sorted out. That's my jurisdiction. That's not your life, Jonathan. It's not for you to work out. I've got that on on standby.
1: Yeah, yeah. It uh, it was a strange and I think he, he later said he was just in a bad mood and just decided I was a jerk for no reason. People do that when you're bald and tired looking. I noticed when I, I was uh more sprightly faced and had a full head of hair, people didn't assume I was uh a like a, you know, scum-sucking child abuser. But now they do. Oh, yeah, they do.
0: It's the association with Lex Luthor. Is that what it is? There are a lot of bald villains in the Gotta be, yeah. Yeah. I I felt the same way about Peter Gabriel. As soon as Peter Gabriel shaved his head and got the goatee, he looked just like a supervillain. I instantly assumed that he was making laser beams out of magma.
1: Uh, While we're talking, I'm desperately trying to... Okay, there we go. His
2: name is uh, Chef Keiru. Uh,
1: Yeah! Keiru is uh, the sound that frogs make in Japan. Like, instead of uh, croak or uh, ribbit, they say Keiru, Keiru, uh,
0: by Japanese standards. Uh, Do you know know why frogs go ribbit? No, why is that? There is only one type of frog that goes ribbit. Most frogs don't.
2: Oh, I'm sorry, and when I said how many tweets this guy had, like, before you go follow him, um, I-, I missed an integer. He doesn't have 11,000. He has 112,000. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's mostly about frogs and wow. philosophy, I
2: think. Interesting the, stuff. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it definitely interesting. I, I, w- I, 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 I follow him, actually. I think that's a pretty good idea.
1: Following Frog him, it's philosophy. not a bad idea. Yeah, absolutely. And now I'm desperately trying to find that Justin Bieber sex toy. I came unprepared. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll try to. Pipe Dream Extreme Toys? It's on pipedream.com, I think, which I'm now on and feeling terrible. Fuck me, silly two mega masturbator, one per case. I'm looking at that <laughs> now. Feels bad. It's uh, just a, basically a decapitated woman. Uh, with her arms and legs cut off, with just boobs and vagina. Ugh, uh. me silly makes me feel terrible. <laughs> uh, Is she supposed
0: to, to be quadruple like quadruplegic? But ages, she's also or,
1: been beheaded. Share her and her oh, boobs go just, in two totally different directions, like a chameleon's eyes.
0: It's just a torso. Yeah, like like a, like what Ed Gein would fuck or something. Exactly,
1: with huge, bloated hips and, like I said, boobs that look like chameleons' eyes. It says, "You've always dreamt of fucking a hottie with 36 double Ds and super tight waist. So what are you waiting for?" <laughs> 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 so
0: awful. Presumption followed by berating. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Note at the bottom. It says note. Both the pussy and ass openings connect to the same canal, which is approximately seven inches long. Um, Why would you need to know that?
0: Because because it would probably freak you out if you're coming up someone's ass and then they just out of the vagina. No, it's important because
2: then you can't double team it. You're gonna (laughs) like Wouldn't you be freaked out
1: if you were having sex with a decapitated woman with no arms or legs? I, That's the
3: first yeah, thing. Hey, I but think, not yeah. nearly
2: as disturbed as I was going to be as I'm sharing this headless, <laughs> armless, legless monstrosity with my
0: buddy and our dicks touched, okay? Yeah, that would just be rough. <laughs>
1: that would be gross.
0: But hey, I yeah. think I think the message is that uh, a lot of men already see women as just tits and fannies without heads and arms and legs, right, guys? Uh... uh... <laughs> <laughs> that was a good reaction.
1: It was important to react to that properly. Was, at the end, it says there be more Social passages.
0: commentary next week, by the way. Oh, that, that was that was this week's f- new feature, uh, social yeah. commentary uh, by us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'll keep trying to look for that Bieber. No, you haven't found uh, Justin
1: Bubo yet? No, I'm just obsessed with reading about how awful this is now.
0: I tell you what, though. Yes. Uh, I can pass the time with a Willem Dafoe movie pitch. Could you? Yes, I could. That would be great. Willem Dafoe, uh, for those who, who are new listeners every, well, not every week, but every now and then now, it's kind of semi-regular, we come up with a movie idea for star of stage and screen Willem Dafoe to star in. And that's, that's what true. I'm going to do now. Indeed, good, good introduction. Yeah. Willem Dafoe is a beat cop. On the streets of Boston. He's in a bit of a rut. He's got a decent job. Pays well. He's got a family. But he's frustrated. Because the streets of Boston are mean. And full of gangsters. The, the mafia is there. The Russian mafia is there. Another mafia is there. The Yakuza have recently set up base in Boston. Uh, as have... Shredder's Gang from the Turtles, the Foot Clan. Uh, The Yakuza and the Foot Clan are fighting. The Russian Mafia, the Mafia Mafia, and the other Mafia are all in a three-way drug, gang, murder, blood, prostitute war. It's a a wreck. It's like Detroit from Robocop times ten. And Willem Dafoe is the only cop on the force who isn't corrupt. And he doesn't know what to do. Mm. Police Captain Man <laughs> Is that his name? That's his name uh, <laughs> That's his rank, Police Captain Man His name ah. is, is Jonathan Harms. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense When he's at okay. a loss He's at the zoo, trying to look at Animals, to see how they fight Crime, so that he can learn from their Techniques, he's like, well, lions Are drug dealers How do they do it? I'm going to go to the zoo and see how lions stop themselves drug dealing. So he goes to the zoo. um, When a mugging takes place, a mugger grabs an old woman's purse and says, I'm a criminal, and I'm going to mug this. He's played by Brendan Fraser. He runs away, uh, and Willem Dafoe gives chase. He says, I'm Jonathan Holmes, and I'm going to give chase to you. Runs after him. The criminal trips up on an errant baby that was sitting on the ground. He trips up the, the, the purse that he grabbed flies in the air and Willem Dafoe jumps 20 feet up in the air and catches it and says, Wow, if it wasn't for that baby, this crime would never have been solved. And so he sets up, based on a true story, this Yonatan Harms' baby police. And the film is about... the. It's a prequel. It's going to be a trilogy. Uh, the first film is about him gathering babies from far and wide, all across Boston, and training them in the police academy. Baby police academy.
1: This is just like your... What? Uh, this is not dissimilar from your idea for what... Okay, I'm sorry.
0: It's, it's a biographical story. It's based on a true story. Uh, that's why it's called Jonathan Harlems, and why the police chief is called Conrad Zimmer... Person and the dashing, handsome man played by Rutger Hauer is called Jam Stalling. So, anyway, yeah. co lieutenants, uh, Yanatan Harms and Jam Stalling train these babies up, um, as they try and take down uh, the Don of Boston, the crime Don who has recently set up a dummy company, an MMA fighting tournament championship. This is the first true test of the baby police. Willem Dafoe, playing Aniston Holmes, inserts one of the babies undercover as an MMA fighter. Whoa. Now, baby, you gotta fight in the MMA and become the best fighter to learn all about the dawn of crime, played by Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> and so they train the baby, and what follows is about half an hour of um, Brock Lesnar, the MMA fighter, um, pummeling the shit out of a baby. Uh, the baby loses, uh, but like in Rocky... It gains the respect of the Dom. Because it didn't just lose. It stayed the distance. Meanwhile the subplot. Is. um, Willem Dafoe's character. Falls in love. With another worker on the force. um, Specifically a member. Of the baby police. And the tension. Of interpersonal. Workplace relations. Is brought up. As Willem Dafoe. Has sex with one of the baby police. Now you say, oh no, don't worry. Because just like how actors, you know, play different age roles, we will be getting an adult in that role. Um, So we will be having iCarly in a diaper and bra, and a sex scene uh, that lasts 45 minutes between Willem Dafoe and iCarly. And they have sex with each other. The Terminator music. music. And they're scrunching um, the covers. And there's a big close-up of Willem Dafoe's tongue coming out of his mouth. (laughs) Uh, Baby, I love you. Newborn baby. And he has kissing with uh, iCarly, who just goes... (laughs) <laughs> and then and then he says, right? Gonna flip you over for anal. <laughs> all, uh, all the while it cuts to a slow motion image of Brock Lesnar punching another baby and turning its face inside out.
3: <laughs> uh,
2: maybe we could do one of those sort of stylish, you know, like side by side panel things, you know, Lesnar just pounding a baby. Defoe just pounding a baby, yeah. and he actually says that he says Lesnar's
0: pounding a baby, and I'm pounding a baby. Um, <laughs> anyway, he comes. He, he she pulls out. Uh, he, he,
1: <laughs> so gross.
0: He gives um, he gives Miley Cyrus's breasts the full treatment. Uh, oh,
1: In it? Is it? It's a rated R, rated PG thirteen.
0: It's, it's a Disney film, uh, and he. He he finishes off, you know, gives it a little tug, and he just. Oh, that feels good. Um, And then, Police Chief Conrad Zimmer, person who is played by um, the old man from the television hit show Porn Stars, comes in and says, God damn it, Willem the you goddamn dumbass. You can't have sex with another worker on the force! And then fires him because he had sex with a coworker, And then the credits roll.
2: <laughs> well, and that's so a part of, kind of the trilogy, of... right? The second film will be about
0: redemption. And... Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Willem Dafoe is being hunted through the streets for having sex with a coworker, uh, And they talk on... like. TV, we'll, we'll get actual people like Glenn Beck or whoever to be on TV and say things like, you know, this is disgusting how a good, honest man of the police force could have sex with another police officer. It's immoral.
1: So it'll leave people thinking.
0: Yeah, and Willem Defoe has to, you know, earn back the right to join the police force and head up baby police while the Don of Crime, played by Weird Al Yankovic, is continuing to push drugs to cats. You did it. Yep. <laughs> you did it. Uh. Baby police.
1: Baby police. It's a it's a thing you think about.
0: Based on a true story as I say, like that time when you um set up baby police and then fucked a child. <laughs>
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, my life, and this whole time—it's my. What am I doing? Life, I'm listening to you while I look up
0: Justin Bieber's life, stuff. It's my life, my life, it's my life, it's Is that my life, bon Jovi? it's my life. It's my life. It's It's some song from somewhere.
1: Well, I'll tell you. While you were, I was listening, but I was hard at work for some reason, just destroying <laughs> any chance of this computer not being um, something that could incriminate me in the future if people set, check my search history. Looking up for the Justin Bieber sex doll. I did find out in the process that Amazon sells all of this stuff. And remember that... Oh uh, yes,
2: the user reviews on those. Someone, One of the listeners after the... Um, uh, what was the... The Miley Cyrus doll. One of the one of the listeners sent me um a, over Twitter or Facebook a link to the Amazon user reviews for that doll. <laughs> Boy, they, I mean, it, it, they just really trashed it. People did not enjoy the uh, Miley Cyrus sex doll at all. They That's a shame. Cheap quality didn't really look at all like her or the model that they had in the box. A lot of praise for the model though.
1: Mm, oh yeah, they they. Go all out. Huh. Um, right now, I'm looking at for $940.92 What? The Pipe Dream Products Extreme Fuck Me Silly Slut, which is different from the Fuck Me Silly Doll we were looking at earlier. Yep, that's a, that's a woman's decapitated head and um, um, drawn and quartered torso, no arms and legs. That's almost $1,000. And this one... Just so you know, it's not totally sexist. The PDX "fuck me silly dude" is uh, a decapitated man. He's got great abs, no arms and, and legs, huge and penis. And with
2: that one, with that one, you never have to worry about you and your buddy touching dongs because you're, you know, in the same channel.
0: Yeah, so I don't know if he unless you okay, get cool. unless you get the midget version, and then the two <laughs> orifices are still seven inches apart.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that they're saying this is for women. Maybe it is. Wow. And it's $446. It's almost $500, this thing. I assume that
0: (laughs) four men have bought it.
1: I assume, but there's no butthole, I don't think. I (laughs) know what to get
0: my wife for Christmas anyway.
1: It says, squeeze his squishy testicles. Rub your fingers over his chiseled six-pack while you bite his perky nipples and stroke off his stiff penis. Stick a finger up his tight little anus. My mistake.
2: God, yeah. that just seems like the most oh. senseless activity ever. <laughs> yeah. off a headless, armless body with a semi-erect rubbery The skin. only
0: thing that would have made that better is if at the end of the list of things to do, it just has a bulleted uh, point that says, to be honest, your options are fairly limited. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's going on. Saying, uh, "Stick your finger up his tight while you deep throat his tasty man meat!" Exclamation <laughs> point. Whatever you want to do, he never says no, like any guy does
3: ever. No, you no, know, like whoa,
1: you finally no. found a guy. He'll just lay there and re- let you perform fellatio on him. You lucky dog. Only four hundred dollars. I have. Uh, to say. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you have, Conrad. You've got standards, but a no, lot of men not
2: don't. Not that it's that there are consequences
1: true well when room, you're in a relationship yeah.
2: and stuff yeah. oh even outside of a relationship there are attachment issues and you know some people are just not well suited for a casual sexual encounter that are going to walk away from it and not call you the next morning there
0: are consequences and this and is why Jonathan we do not allow inter-office relations at baby exactly. police I'm going on. I don't know why. I know you're really a-
2: pulling for this, but it's just not going to happen.
0: Keep your hot dog in your buns.
2: <laughs> right now,
1: because I am a pod Podtoid cast member, I'm yep. just a hollow shell of a man who's not even enjoying it. Just in this like <laughs> sick, sad hunt for a Justin Bieber sex doll, I've stumbled upon... Sex Flesh Doggy Style David Compact Masturbator, which is just a man's ass and testicles and a tiny, tiny penis, but it's mostly there for just a man's ass. <sighs> this lifelike masturbator is made of super realistic sex flesh material that will make your fantasies come to life. But unlike other bulky, and unleadly toys, David comes in a compact portable size that is easier to maneuver. Perfect for discrete storage. Just okay, nice.
2: wait, um, does it have? To, I have to know. Does it have product dimensions?
1: That's a great question, Conrad. I'm glad you asked. Uh, <laughs>
3: it,
1: it's three, it, three and a half pounds, and it's seven by five point five by four inches. Yeah.
2: Well, that is a that's a nice little compact app. Compact, so you that. could
1: fit that under your desk at work, or just
0: put that you know. in a
2: briefcase. <laughs>
0: You could take it take it with you on a long coach trip. Possibilities are okay. endless, you know. Don't pack the travel Scrabble, Dad. Let's bring the compact anus this year. It's David, his name's David. Jim. No, no, I'm I'm, I'm being a kid planning a family trip, right? Rather than travel games, bring along a compact anus. The whole family can join in. Why oh, play thanks. I Spy <laughs> when you can cornhole dad ass? You can't fuck Yahtzee. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm just saying, they did name the anus for a reason. You are all big on naming your apples. You can at least name your anus. No,
2: I, I have respect indeed. for someone who who's willing to name a a body part or whatever. You know, if, you're going, if I'm going to address that body part directly, I'll make sure to use its proper name. Yeah, you
1: should look yeah. this
0: up later.
2: I'm sad.
1: Have you, you found were-
0: Justin Bieber's sex doll?
1: The people. I have.
3: The people are hungry.
1: <laughs> It was hard to find. There's a because it's not out yet. um, I guess I'm. Is he? He's. Is he
3: 18?
2: I mean, they can release that, right?
1: I think he's. No, I don't think he's 18 yet. Oh, okay. So, do they
2: have to wait till he's 18 to release it?
1: (laughs) It's pre-order now. All the rest you can buy. Is it? it,
0: Are we hoping to have it out by Q4? I'll
1: look into that, Jim. I'll. I'll I'll get in touch with. Will it be out
0: before BioShock Infinite? That's what we want (laughs) to know.
1: That's the email I will write to pipedream. dot No,
0: no, no! Write it to Irrational.
3: <laughs> oh,
0: dear right. Ken Levine, will Bioshock Infinite be out before the Justin Bieber sax doll? I need
2: to decide I, how man. to spend my money. That is not something. <laughs> <you should buy. laughs>
0: dear Ken Levine, should I buy the Justin Bieber sax doll or Bioshock Infinite? <laughs> <laughs> I I very close very nearly suggested podtoid listeners just start asking Ken Levine lots of questions I know. that I would mean, be an abuse of, of our position terrible Don't no one that. should do that, that no one should do that terrible no um, but I can give you his Twitter handle if you <laughs> want it's pretty easy to find
1: yeah and he responds to people a lot he's actually pretty friendly on Twitter so this company they're called Pipe Dream and can They've we apologize in advance series. to him oh we didn't do anything
3: oh, but it's a-
0: if someone's gonna do it now oh, so. No one'll do it No we, one'll do it Why would they do that? They'll be too busy asking questions to Jonathan Holmes
1: Yeah, probably
0: Him, they've got all day for
1: Yeah. yeah. So they've got a whole line They've got J-Ho, Fantasy Doll Paris, I assume it's supposed to be Paris Hilton Dirty Christina Pamela Anderson, as though she's uh, relevant. Crazy Daisy, I think it's supposed to be that time that Jessica Simpson was Daisy Duke in the... And then another one, to Jessica Simpson, right? Lindsay Lohan, Fully Loaded, then also Lindsay Blowhand, which is her in jail. Jessica Sin from Sin City.
0: Well, I mean, let's not go through them all because you will be reading all of things I'm never reading. I'm doing this now because I'm never doing another one of these. You're doing them all. Uh, if you, you don't do you. them, I'll do
1: them. Well, that's true. You They're going to
0: get done. They, we've got to get through the list. It's like Pokemon. <laughs> that
1: makes me feel awful. So, all of those are uh, available. There's only two men Guido Love Doll, which is no one in particular, but I assume it's supposed to be a member of a Jersey the church. That's right. And then Just Dash In Beaver Love Doll, it's called. And on the top of the box, it says, I'm not gay. And then bracket, yeah, I read that last week. Still funny, yeah. right? Uh then in brackets smaller it says, okay, maybe a lil. <laughs> it's even worse.
0: Wow. That yeah. quite a flip-flop on your policies, Justin.
1: Yeah, it sucks. And he's a pretty handsome guy, better looking than the real Justin Bieber. In much better shape. He's a pretty muscular dude. They got to play him. And it says, Beaver tells all. And then in quotes, Selena can suck my the gold off my Grammy I hate these jokes I feel terrible (laughs) finally 18 ready to rock your world you're right Jim they're waiting for him to turn 18 and then they're gonna release it says I wanna be your boy toy then he's just looking at the camera winking and there's a woman behind him touching him and she has a little thought balloon that says he still needs practice uh, and
3: uh, it doesn't make any sense.
1: It's like a Fellini film. It's totally surreal and, and illogical. Well, I think it's and-
2: suggesting that he is in an adequate. A lover with a female partner because but he's yeah,
1: looking he's at us winking successful. with confidence and underneath it, and he's got dog tags for some reason, as though he's in the army, and it says, I finally got laid! As though Justin Bieber is like waiting to get laid but then the woman is saying he's not good at sex, and yet this is supposed to get you to want to buy the sex doll toy? Of the not gay, maybe lil gay? He's good with
2: course. men, I think is what they're suggesting, because that's what he's really yeah. into. Yeah,
0: basically he <laughs> it's implying that Justin Bieber is proud to have gotten one over on a woman by tricking her into thinking he's straight so she could, so he could give her bad sex. And I this think is, that's is what thing. turns
1: on people who want to have sex with Justin Bieber. Like, oh, he's bad at having sex with women. That's <laughs> hot. Is that right? Yeah. Are we
2: not determined by this point that anyone who would make a purchase of this sort is probably not thinking along the same lines we are?
1: I suppose so. I just assume everyone. They're just.
0: They're, comes you know. People are happy. They want to have. It's, it's a very particular fetish. It's not just I want to have sex with Justin Bieber. It's I want to have sex with a closeted Justin Bieber <laughs> who actively <laughs> enjoys tricking women into straight sex with him. And he's bad at it, too. Yeah, because he's, because he's the uh, closeted um, homosexual. Um, uh-huh. But because. Uh-huh. Whereas normally people are very conflicted. It's a very serious issue to, you know, to be in the closet and, and, and deal with those emotions. Mm. But that doesn't turn on the people interested in this doll. They don't want the conflict. They want a man who enjoys being in the closet because that allows him to fool women into bad sex.
1: This is a, wow. It's, it's a very, like a dream within a dream. Yeah, it's like Conception. It's a very complex
0: and, fetish, yeah. I, I have no
1: idea what's going on. I'm, uh, what does uh, the rest of the book say? All right, I'll read it as quickly as I can. Um, meet Justin Bieber, the barely legal boy toy who's waited 18 years to stick his little dicky in something sticky.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he's waited it
1: all, all 18 years, I guess. Anyway, that,
0: that's not for a The second he was born! Yeah. The second, second he came out, he's right, right, I got this little peanut, it's going in something sticky, give me a pot of glue or give me death. Yeah, I can to wait 18 fucking years for this. Oh, I might as well have a musical career while I'm waiting.
1: <laughs> when he's not busy beating up paparazzi or beating off, he's up to his high tops and Hollywood hot tail. But the stir doesn't have this effect on just women. He turns straight men gay faster <laughs> than you can peel his skinny jeans off. So what are you waiting for? Inflate his little prick's ego even more and have your very own beaver bash
3: says <laughs> it says
1: wow without b- blinking an eye what did they just say he he uh. so wow. he uh,
3: uh,
1: he arouses men and women but he has bad sex with women which means he'll be hotter to have sex with if you're a man <laughs> seriously <laughs> they need to make an inception too about explaining <laughs> the appeal of the sex doll because it's like You just have to keep going deeper in, and there's, like, twists and turns and symbolism and... Oh, wow. It's deep. (laughs) Thanks for letting me read it, guys. I hope I did all right. I do feel thoroughly soiled, though.
2: I'm so grateful. You know, things like this comfort me in the knowledge that I will never have, like, a level of fame or recognition commensurate with people having an interest in my personal life to the degree that this makes suggestions about his.
1: Indeed. We will never have sex dolls about me.
0: I mean I hope. I think Well
2: no, I mean we might I I think I think Jim and I might cook one up of you, but Yeah. um,
0: I think definitely we will make one of you. That in fact sad. I might but buy we'll this be
2: marketing. It. We won't be writing yeah. any, you know,
0: copy. I'm very tempted to buy this Justin Bieber sex doll, stain it with coffee, and then tell everyone it's you.
1: They <laughs> <laughs> don't show any pictures of the doll ever. It's just a handsome model. Uh he's like playing guitar and jumping up in the air with no pants on, I wearing a leather jacket.
3: Do
1: yeah, I wonder what the doll looks like. I'll try to find pictures, I guess. I'm sorry. It
0: yeah. probably looks exactly like Mick Hucknall.
1: Who's Mick Hucknall?
0: Lead singer of Simply Red. Oh, yeah, he's not that attractive. With his melted candle
1: face. <laughs> uh, more video game talk before questions you guys want?
0: Oh, I suppose we better, yeah. Yeah? yeah? They probably ought to. Um, PS1 classics on PS Vita, what a fucking mess. Yeah,
1: that's it's not working just, out?
0: That's all I've got to say about it. Oh, it, it works, kind of, in the same way that Joker's plan worked in The Dark Knight. <laughs> in that it's just so chaos and confusion and in immense disappointment. It, it's an amazing. I'm really in a state of utter disbelief. And I really? Just, How is that possible by this point?
3: That's
2: the How amazing thing. How you witness Sony roll out... Uh, you know, content expansions year on year, and fail to do so in a a manner that makes them appealing at launch.
0: Well, how I, are I would you not, surprised? I would not blame me for this. I would rather praise Sony's ability to always surprise. So <laughs> always surprises. I mean, I I looked forward to this was. Literally the only firmware update I've ever looked forward to of the 10 billion that Sony put out. You get one every week. This is the one. Yeah, this is the one. This is the one that I am going to download with a smile. I did not download it with a smile (laughs) because prior to downloading it, I found out what Sony had done, uh, which is nine games are available for download. Um, Right. Last week, Sony said over 100 games would be available to download on the PlayStation Network. Uh, They would be available at launch. Today, we find out that the over 100 became 9. Less than 10%. (laughs) Couldn't even round it up to 10. Couldn't even do that. Couldn't even pay us that courtesy. Um, A lot of obvious ones, Final Fantasy uh, VII and Resident Evil uh, and then Europe gets fair effect retro helix. Oh my god, I'm so pissed off. Yeah, um, that was the other. That was strike number 1, nine games available for download. Strike number or 2. For the for North or? America. Strike okay. number 2. In Europe, they released 50 games for download. And, and great for Europe. That's
2: so awesome that they got exactly, yeah. you know, what you could realistically expect of Sony. Like you know, they said hundred's going to be available at launch, 50 comes out, you're like, yeah,
0: that's not. I could see why you were surprised, too. If, if anything, it's like, it would piss Europeans off to get 50 after being promised over 100, but it really softened the blow for them to find out that North America got 9. So, in a way, uh, that's good PR for Sony Europe. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: they got five times yeah,
0: as many. Not quite as good when you find out strike number three. Japan got 297 Oh my god. <laughs> so, there's your first. There are three strikes. Collectively, strike A. It gets complicated. It's going to get worse. We had regional fuck ups. I say fuck ups, obviously, it was planned, but in my eyes, it's a fuck up. Nine games uh, for North America, 50 for Europe, 297 for Japan. Uh, <laughs> oh god. Don't worry, though, kids! Don't worry, though, my friend. Are they going to k- release a few every week? Oh, even better than that. You can still transfer them if you own a PS3. You can transfer more than nine. Um, in fact, you can transfer most of them. Uh, except Tomba, the one I was looking forward to. <laughs> oh, God. And... Several others, like Medieval, so people haven't got to work. Uh, The two most obvious, Spyro and Crash Bandicoot, they're not available. Um, You can get cool borders, though. (laughs) Don't worry there, kids. So, you can transfer them. Um, Strike number four. Sony doesn't tell you how. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, to transfer them. Yeah, they didn't know. Gamers had to discover this themselves. Strike number five. <laughs> Nobody knows which games can be transferred. And so it was up to Reddit and NeoGAF and several other places to try every single game and list which ones worked and which ones didn't. Strike number six. <laughs> so unintuitive. is transfer you do
3: strike six?
0: Process. You can in when Sony's involved, as as the promotional campaign says, believe. <laughs> Straight number it six. It only does everything wrong. Yeah. Straight wow. number six. Ah, oh, they are so unintuitive for the Nintendo process that a lot of people didn't realize that um, you can't just transfer games from the PS3 to the PS Vita. Um, that would be convenient uh, and and quick. No. If you've installed the game on your PS3, the PS Vita won't recognize it. Hmm. You have to... Oh, God. You have to download the game again and then not install it on the PS3. So it exists in a pre-installed state of being. Where you cannot play it in any way, shape, or form. So it now cannot be played on the PS3. But in this state, you can then plug like your PS Vita into the PS3, open up the content manager, and then transfer the content, uh, and then separately transfer the save file. If
1: that's one of the games that if works.
0: If that's one of the games that works. If it's one of the games that works. Um, I mean, what could be simpler than that? That's that's nothing. Yeah, so <laughs> so last night's big... Pro- well, last week's big promise of over 100 games to download and, and, and play, and what have you... Um, Turned into me downloading Final Fantasy VII for over an hour on the PS3 because of its shitty uh, network. And then having to transfer over the game. Um, and then forgetting I had to transfer the save file separately, so then turning the PS3 back on and then retransferring transferring again. Um, and all I wanted to do today was play Tumba on my PS Vita. <laughs> that, Sony, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it's um, truly amazing. As I say, I shouldn't be surprised. Maybe it's my fault, but I am still. <laughs> this is still indif- really. I mean, this, even for Sony, this is a
2: scale of. I mean, it's, that's so impressive.
0: Yeah, the games are over a decade old, <laughs> most of them. This shouldn't be a, a, a problem. Um, this wasn't available at launch. Sony's had uh, almost 10 months to do this. Um, but I get the impression they started on Monday. (laughs) (laughs) It's a a jaw on the floor. I just... Is it worse than the eShop, you think? The 3DS eShop? Yes, this is worse than the eShop. Just because of not only is it convoluted, contrived, needlessly uh, complicated and under um, furnished, it's also marred by a lack of communication. um, Not just with Customers, but developers. Monkey uh, Monkeypaw Games promised people that Tumper would be available today, and didn't know Sony had told them wrong. Mm. So Monkeypaw had to weather a lot of complaints from people who thought Monkeypaw lied to them, when it was Monkeypaw that had been misled, and then propagated the misinformation, and it wasn't their fault. Uh, so yeah, it's been a total fucking sh- shambles. And it was already sad that this was the one thing I had to look forward to on the PS Vita this summer. Like, it was already bad that that was it. That this was my thing I was happy for to turn the Vita on for. Um, the fact they got it wrong. The fact they got even that wrong. Something. Something so simple. It was appalling that I was looking forward to it. And they still managed to fuck it up. It. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, I. I... Get a grand got- Smith round of applause from me for
1: that. Wow. I was actively depressed. Because um, uh, you know how Chad Conselmo is very positive a lot of the time about most things. Yeah. I think of Dale North, our editor-in-chief, as being like that about Sony products. Like, he played the PlayStation uh, Portable Go, the PSP Go. He was like, this thing is awesome. He's like the one human being I knew had said that, and uh, he, he was all excited about the PlayStation Vita, and he was all excited about what was going on today, and he even wrote a post, like, I got Um Jammer Lammy on my PlayStation Vita, guys, like, just so enthusiastic about it, and PlayStation, uh, Um Jammer Lammy is a great game. And then he had to update it, saying, uh, actually it sucks on the Vita, the timing's all off, it's practically unplayable. And I was
2: like,
3: even Dale, I love Dale, said,
2: but Dale gets Dale gets really excited, like, Resident Evil 6, like, I was talking to him about Resident Evil Six. They, I have a preview that I'm almost—it's almost, almost written—but um, yeah. uh, I can talk about it now. So uh, he's really excited for that game, and I see a game that you know he, he wrote a preview back in uh, around E3 time where he said you know it's going in a, you know they're they're finding their direction, they're you know focusing and and they're moving it in a place. And I don't see that. I see a game that's struggling to find its identity now Mm -hmm. uh they're implementing a new skill system which i mean you know yes okay so is is it skills or guns are you picking up skill points or are you picking up money there's really it's really not that different Mm -hmm. except you know you have your weapons all the time and you have builds like you're doing call of duty style loadouts and you can have several of them and then switch on the fly in the middle of a stage and um it, it it's it doesn't feel well, Resident Evil. Um, of course, has changed so much, so much. Um, and I was the thing I was thinking about in terms of the way its mechanics have really shifted is that in early games you killed enemies because you had to do it. You had no other option in in the, the matter. Mm-hmm. You you know when you could run away from an enemy, it was generally to your benefit to do so. Um, if you could find another way around them.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And later Resident Evil games reward you for eliminating enemies. And, you know, through collecting cash or collecting skill points, or, you know, it encourages you to hold out in an area and eliminate every opposition in that area to maximize your benefit going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's... it's I th- I think they've determined that people just really love the mercenaries
1: mm, yeah really, they do yeah. they
2: like just killing the guys yeah that's and that's okay i mean the mercenaries is a perfectly fine gameplay mode it's not really what i uh want out of a horror game mm-hmm. um, i don't well, I think it, you know I, I think the game gets tense uh I, it's not scary uh, there are points that are it's disorienting. And I think that that's where they go for their, you know, we're going to make people freaked out. It's, we're going to disorient them. But snowstorms aren't fun. There's just nothing fun about a snowstorm.
1: Mm, yeah, it's just uh, like your screen's broken. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's fuzzy. Well, you know how I feel. I've talked about Resident mm-hmm. Evil 6 a bunch. I've totally lost optimism. I think it'll be a fine little action game with a big yeah. budget. Uh, I, think but people, nothing... I think people will enjoy it. Yeah, but it's nothing... It's not what Resident Evil used to be. It's not what the Resident Evil name means to me anyway, and it's not anything special.
2: Even in the campaign stuff, like every time I sort of think, hey, this isn't getting so bad this isn't so bad anymore, you know? This there's okay they found a focus. then it like flips bitch round on me and like, Hey, now you're gonna run into the camera for a bit while being chased by a big guy. Don't fuck up.
3: Right, instant kill.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's like it's so cool. yeah, the pacing and the. Uh, I'm sad about it. I used to like that series a lot, but you know things change. I oh, used yeah. to love Rat. I used to love the rock uh, uh, and roll Rat. I don't yeah. like that anymore.
3: I don't <laughs>
0: know,
1: it, uh, uh should we do questions? Should I talk about the games I have played? I haven't played. Uh, that much. Uh, 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 uh,
0: it's. I really. We gotta wrap this up. So let's do questions.
1: Yeah, I'll let's just, do some quickly say i played last story some more i still like it though you're enjoying it yeah i really liked it for a while and now it's getting a little slow uh for my blood but for a little while there i was like i can't believe this is so fun uh the story is so cliche it's almost non-existent and i don't really like stories in games so that works for me like it just goes through me like like water like, it never even happened. And the characters, though, uh, story aside, the characters are so innocent and likable. Um, their world is so sweet and naive. It's, like, anti-Grand Theft Auto in that way. It's like the big crime is, like, knocking over lemons in this game. Like, don't knock over the lemons! Oi, you're gonna be a knight someday! You're a bit of a Bully! Like, I've heard that so many times. It's just a sweet little place to go to. I, I totally understand your uh your gripes with it, Jim. Um, there are some technical flaws in the game for sure, but it's just a place I like to go. It's kind of like Animal Crossing for me, um, but with good-looking British people. Anyway, I'll do the questions now. Should I? Is that what I should do?
0: Yeah, let's do a couple.
1: Okay. Okay, let's do it. Um... Talking more about Guild Wars two, someone specifically asked you. Uh, his name is Mister Michael Graham. He's at Mister X. That's Mister underscore X. What do you? What does Jim think of the Guild Wars two cash shop? What's the cash shop, Jim? What's I don't even know what that is. Tell me about it.
0: Um, I haven't looked into it too much. I had a look at some of the currency exchange for the in-game gold to the thing. Uh, basically, you buy gems from what I saw, um, and then the gems are currency. So you you pay for gems with your own real life money, and then those gems are spent on mostly cosmetic, but a few extra little buffer type things in the game. Um, now, as far as I'm aware, there's no subscription fee for this game. As far as I'm aware. Um, so I I don't have a big problem with that. I do still have problems with games that, you know, you pay a $60 charge or whatever for, and then they put microtransactions in still, trying to put a free to play model in something that wasn't free to play. Um, but the fact that it is an MMO without a subscription fee, and that's how they're sustaining the ongoing game. I ain't got a problem with that. Although I'm not sure whether he is asking whether I, you know, what I think of it in terms of its quality or what I think of it as a concept. Um, but I haven't really diddled much with the quality to, with the actual thing to to judge its quality. So, you know, it's a nice idea. Um, I'd have to really see how invested I get in the game before I consider spending any actual money on it, though.
1: So many good questions this week. Oh, this is sad. People ask why uh, Destructo Kite, Felix Malunga asks, why do you like Nintendo so much if you don't mind me asking? I have to answer that just because that. (laughs) If you don't mind me asking. I like a lot of the games made by Nintendo because they are old school and I am old. You know, they're old people making video games and I am an old person. Um, you know, the kinds of games I grew up on, they're still making those games, and I, those are my favorite kinds of games, I never wanted them to stop being made, and they are still making them, so that's one reason. I don't like all their games, that's for sure, and I don't like a lot of their business decisions, and a lot of the games by them I really like, they don't even bring out here because they are thought to be unmarketable or too weird, but, um... But yeah, Nintendo it makes the kind of games that I grew up loving, and they still make them, and I'm happy about that. Sega does too, a lot of the time, but uh, not quite as much. They've tried to adjust themselves with the times a bit more, and as a result, seem like they're struggling. Uh, that's how I feel about Resident Evil 6, too. It's just, it feels like they're trying to change with the times and in such, losing their souls. Sad. Uh, another question... In the upcoming film, The Nymphomaniac, Willem Dafoe has to perform real sexual acts opposite Shia LaBeouf. Thoughts? That's from uh, Matt the Chimp. Is that true? That's I've, heard,
0: I've had a few people bring this up to me, because any Willem Dafoe news is sent my way now. Um, yeah, I'm all for it. Let's let's see that dong. Let's see it happen. And thanks to... um, Oh, it came. Oh, from, uh, from
1: Frankie? From Frankie. Uh, so weird. I'm yeah. so happy. And the, there's other stuff in there too, right? Muddy Buddies uh, Chex Mix and stuff? There's
0: Muddy Buddies Chex Mix, a copy of Freaks. Uh, Freaked.
1: Oh, You'll have to watch that.
0: Yeah. A postcard that said Turnip Friend on it or something. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, lovely letter, you know, talking about Pogtoid and everything, um, which was my favorite part of it, really. Um, yeah. Yeah, thank you so much, Frankie. Yeah. Um, the, the, the figure, it's a custom-made Willem Dafoe figure, that an amazingly detailed face. Uh, that's on this week's Jimquisition video. He's going to be a new permanent fixture on the set. Uh, miniature fantasy Willem Dafoe. that a recurring <laughs> he's co-host. Like
1: a little, he's wearing a little rabbit costume. I think it's from a, from a Green Goblin doll, maybe? I'm not sure how it happened. But, uh, yeah, thank you so much, Frankie. He sent me one, too. I was touched beyond belief about that. Uh, we'll do, do, do a couple more. If you want, um, Blood Gin asks With the fracturing of gamer culture into so many subsets, what, in your opinion, constitutes a gamer? Nothing. I think gamer is a term that sucks, like so many terms. Uh, you use it, you're going to confuse people, for sure. I use it out of laziness sometimes, and I always regret it afterwards. Uh, it's like fast food, you know, it's easy and quick, but you know it's bad, and you do it anyway. So I try not to do it.
0: I uh, use it the same. I see it the same way you'd say sports fans. It's like, you know, a sports fan isn't going to watch every single sport. You know, they might only just watch one sport, but, you know, it's it's just a blanket term to denote a, a, a sizable demographic. I've got no inherent problem with the term.
1: Yeah, I have more term, yeah, I, I problem, have a problem term with problems either, than me. you guys. Yeah, I'm known for not liking terms, so... That's me not liking terms again. Um, 2D2Will asks, do you see developers moving towards the Wii U after the PS4 and next Xbox launch to increase production costs on the later two? Not if the PS4 and the next Xbox sell really well and their games make a lot of money. Then that'll just change the way games are made into bigger, bigger budgets and Bigger, bigger sales uh, to support them, but if they don't sell, if they don't make money. Then yeah, people will back off a bit and focus on oh, Wii U development.
2: You know, if it were any other company than Sony, you know, I'd say, well, they have to learn a lesson from the PS3 <laughs> and <sell> architecture, <laughs> and there's no way they'll make that you know a problem for developers to develop on the hardware again. Like, but you know, that's and if that's the case, it's just going to make things more expensive.
1: Yeah, I I honestly, my expectation, people talk about the PS4 and the next Xbox a lot as though they already know they're going to be super powerful machines that will be relatively expensive like the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation uh, 3 were. But I'm not as confident that that's going to happen because Microsoft and Sony did notice Nintendo's success with a cheaper, smaller, weaker console. And uh, I definitely think their next consoles will be more powerful than the Wii U, but I don't necessarily think they're going to be way, way more powerful and way, way more expensive because that didn't work for them that well.
3: uh, Yeah,
2: I think you're right. I think it will. I think they will be producing, uh, machines that aren't necessarily the same, same leap in, in terms of hardware costs and quality, um, that we saw with the last generation of consoles switching over. Um, Mm. I also I can't help but think you know with some of the moves that Sony and Microsoft have been making that we're going to see that online focus mm. really uh, become more and more at the forefront and that's just we're just going to run into so many issues with our network infrastructure in the United States at least uh, mm. to be prepared for that that I think it's going to hold everyone back. Um, In terms of being able to leverage other technological means than putting expensive, complex hardware into everybody's homes.
1: Yeah, I I don't think that the Xbox 360 succeeded because it was so powerful. Uh, I think it succeeded because it had online features that people were absolutely in love with, and it had a lot of uh, first-party titles. So I don't think the most
0: powerful system. I can't think of a generation where the most powerful system has been the clearest victor. Yeah, I don't think the, so. The, the PS2 actress- was behind last gen. Mm-hmm. The um, the fucking I mean the, the the original PlayStation I believe Kick the Dreamcast's ass. You know all kinds of shit like that. Like history has demonstrated, people go where the good games are and the the interesting ideas. You know the the things that can expand their entertainment. You know right. PS2, yeah, it plays games. It's a DVD player. Awesome, I'll have that. Xbox, you know, it, it's got these games and also this huge online community to it, yeah, mm. I'll have that. You know, it's it's this stuff that enhances entertainment in general um, that, that seems to do well and yeah. gives people a lot of entertainment for their money, not necessarily something that's 500 bucks, has some kick-ass games, but just not that many.
1: Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that's what they're going to try to avoid, I think. So it'll be interesting to see what they try to do to hook people other than just using processing power. I hope they come up with something interesting. Oh, boring. Even I was bored listening to myself talk (laughs) say that. Uh, It was painful. Uh, We'll do one last question because it's a good one. Robot A. Leon asks, what's your favorite game this year so far? Is that hard to answer? You can just say anything. yeah. You don't have to pick the very best, but what's a game you really like so far this year,
2: guys? Well, right now I'm just... I'm pretty well hooked on Rock Band Blitz, actually. Oh, really? Um, I, yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's going to be my favorite game this year, but it's it's definitely one I'm going to put a lot of time into because it's... The, and and uh, if you're doubtful as to whether or not you'll like it, there's going to be a demo. There's The demo's out now on PSN. It'll be out tomorrow on 360. Play the demo and try it because there is a the, kind of a nuanced... Depth of strategy that no matter how hard I tried to explain it in the review I wrote, doesn't come across. I, I'm working on a high score guide right now to post uh, like tomorrow. Awesome! Wow, yeah. really? That's great. There's just so much to the game, and that it's just really fun when you dig around. If you like mechanics, if you like to like find a way to eke out another 150 points out of something, or in this case, you know, twenty thousand, uh, it's So much fun for that, so I'm I'm hooked on that right now. What
1: do you say more so than regular rock band then, which is pretty much completely
2: they're completely different experiences. Uh, Regular rock band is a, a social endeavor with other people that you have, you know, at your house and you're all hanging out and partying. I I I know that some people do play rock band online, like across the internet with other people i've done it once or twice i think it's kind of not fun Mm -hmm. Uh, and by contrast rock band blitz isn't fun for anybody else in the room except for the person who's playing it huh like it's not enjoyable to watch it's the same sort of scrolling city background looping all the time you know it sort of moves and curves and sometimes it feels like it's moving a little faster or whatever, but that's that's it. I mean, it's just dull to look at. And so if you don't know exactly how all of the scoring stuff works and you're just watching someone tap buttons and jump from track to track, it, there's nothing appealing there. But if you're playing it, and if you're you know using Rock Band World and posting scores against people who play and trash-talking, it's amazingly fun. It's Ooh. just isolating uh, to a single player.
1: Right. That's all. Oh, it sounds really interesting. Sounds like gameplay-wise, it's more interesting than regular rock band, which is more just a kind of social lubricant. Social yeah. Op-
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, it's well, you know, it's the difference between playing one track of notes and playing five tracks of notes, and having to manage all five tracks at once. I gotta
1: play them. You, it. Don't, have it. That sounds play really you don't have to
2: play them all, but just play as much as you can. Right.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. Awesome. So, wow, that's a strong endorsement, Jim. What do you want?
2: What do you like?
0: Um, I don't know this year hasn't tr- like totally amazed me, really. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, early still.
2: Like the the big stuff's still coming. Yeah.
0: Oh, Off the top of my head, I'll say Lone Survivor.
2: Mm. That was good.
0: The indie horror game that I um, you know, we've talked a lot about it before. You know, it's it's a it's Silent Hill. It's more Silent Hill than than Silent Hill is now. Um, check it out. It's on Steam. It's it's all over the place. Um. Jasper Byrne of- made it. Great great game. Yeah. Never did get the, the, the art thing from the deluxe edition I bought. Oh,
1: ah, well, I should ask him about that. I'm sure he's still working on it. Um, I was asking him, because there was a few 3DS publishers and developers for the eShop, who had asked me to ask Jasper if he was uh, interested in putting the game on the 3DS, and I got them in touch with each other. would look so well in 3D. Oh, my it God. It kind of would, wouldn't it? I had to talk him into that at first, because he doesn't have a 3DS, so he's like, I don't know, but... but It's just so- perspective, and... Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just that two-panel depth.
2: Oh, man, that'd be cool. I know.
1: It would look cool. I'm not a big 3D nut by any means, but yeah. there's certain games, that would just fit with, and that's one of them. And And he hasn't written me back about that, so I'm hoping no news is good news, that he's, like, secretly working on getting it on the 3DS, because that would be fantastic.
2: Yeah. 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 I like like that. I'd like a reason to turn my 3DS on, please. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Portables, they're not getting support like they used to. And they fucking need
0: them more than ever. I know. The game has changed, gentlemen. You know, you can't you can't do what Sony did with the PS1 thing. <laughs> y- yeah. You can't do it in this market. You child. I want to sit Sony down and go, you, you lamb. You little lamb. Yeah. I don't know. You anyway, know
2: about what you do.
0: <laughs> yeah. We've got to wrap this up. Um, okay. I don't even have time to do the plugging out stuff. I've literally okay. got to run. Um, but check us all out on destructoid.com. Okay? <laughs> I'll quickly dude. say
1: this Sunday, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Live show, Sup Holmes. Sophie Holden will be on the show. She developed an art game called uh, The Domestic. That's right. I called it an art game. I did that for you, Jim.
2: <laughs> that make you
1: feel good.
3: Yeah. Calls, she calls it. An
1: art.
2: Going to PAX. If you're going to PAX, 12:30 oh, p.m. In a theater. We have a panel that Jim and isn't coming to now, and so he doesn't give a shit about. it.
1: <laughs> Max and Tara will be there though, and yep. Dale and maybe Nero and Jordan, and yeah, a lot of uh, our our big personalities will be there, so that's Yeah, fun. they'll
0: be there, I'll have a, a video I'm filming too, for it anyway. Um, that's 12.30, Friday, Unicorn Theatre, at PAX, in Seattle, America. Do it. I, I, I give enough of a shit, at least, that I don't want to see my guys go up the shit creek without a paddle, so turn up. They'll, they'll, they'll give prizes. Do it, Idiot. And we'll see you next the week. Problem is is else, yeah. paddle- oh, sorry. The problem is <laughs> that I trust that any
2: paddle that you would produce has holes drilled into it to reduce air resistance, so it'd be completely useless in the shit creek.
1: Because <laughs> the- then he can beat, him- beat a man's butt better with it.
2: That was where I was going with that, yeah. <laughs> we'll see you next week! <laughs>